Hey guys, so this is post tier four news. So yeah. we're just doing a, a disclaimer um, for you guys. Yeah, we recorded the podcast before the tier four announcements, but we think that it still makes sense. Like there are lots of caveats for people who aren't with their family or who are maybe on their own or with different people than they'd normally spend Christmas with. So we think this still works as a podcast. And I particularly have felt anxious all of today. Like I woke up feeling anxious from the news um, and Flora's felt a bit anxious as well. I think it's just for many reasons. I think this year has been incredibly frustrating. And as we've said in many other podcasts, like our calming episode, um, we could just go back to the basic things. Yeah, like it's, we don't have that much control over that much stuff. And it's it's just really boring, old fashioned, really obvious advice. But like the things that you can control are like tidying your room or going on a run or just making do with whatever situation you're in. And I always found going on a run like really annoying and really boring. So we made this podcast to help with that. And that is just one of the things you could like tick off your list if you're feeling anxious as well. And hopefully this podcast will help with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so it's boring and old fashioned, but just get out there and run yeah, like and a little- Yeah, and do your- <laughs> <laughs> um, So yeah, enjoy guys. And yeah, just use this as hopefully motivation and to get you through a run that by the end, 1000% you'll feel better than you when you started. Yeah, and we will get through this year and Corona, the vaccine will come, spring will come. And we'll emerge as beautiful butterflies. Beautiful, beautiful butterflies. Okay, so Merry Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Um, okay, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everyone. Maybe you're listening to this on Christmas Day or maybe in the build-up to Christmas or maybe after Christmas in a sort of weird festive moment in another part of your year. Um, quite perverse if people are listening to this not in, not around Christmas. Uh, yeah. Quite funny if it was like, it's like the same as like Halloween, if I was always just wearing a Halloween outfit. <laughs> That's just being a goth. <laughs> yeah. Um, right, so, Merry Christmas everyone. Merry fucking Christmas, Literally. runners. Christmas. It's a difficult time, it's a fun time, it's... it the Confusing time. Confusing time. Sorry, 2020 Christmas. I know, like, people aren't allowed to see their family. And then when people are seeing their family, it's like, how can you actually relax knowing, like, you might be giving each other a disease? Legally, you're allowed, because they did relax the rules. But also, the numbers of COVID cases are really high. So mm. it's like, yeah, you're allowed to go on that massive, dangerous mountain. But, like, don't. It feels like this year, hopefully for everyone, we can just, like, really appreciate and like put aside how stressful this year's been what are you most looking forward to like what's your like the, your best thing i think like everyone being relaxed which might not be the case this year for lots of people but like yeah i haven't seen my family because of corona mm. and then i don't know if it's stupid to be seeing them but i am looking forward to seeing them yeah but i'm isolating up until christmas day to protect them and they yeah. better be fucking grateful <laughs> <laughs> i might go mad actually i'm really excited for christmas karaoke oh do you do that yeah oh my god so fun yeah i'm really excited for games yeah i do really like games love games not a big fan of christmas dinner really, I'm really sorry to say it, but no not for me 
It's just a, ro- a glorified rose. It is, but it's like you have a hat. <laughs> you wear a hat. You tell some shit jokes. Actually, that's like most dinners of my family. Would you ever think about making the, the Christmas crackers yourself? Oh, featuring like my tweets? Yeah. <laughs> no, people would be really upset. They'd be like, Flora, you ruined Christmas. <laughs> I think it's just such a mix. Like maybe people are listening to this podcast because they're like, I need a run on Christmas Day. Yeah. They've needed a bit of a break. It might seem antisocial, but actually just a quick run, like a half an hour run on Christmas morning could really set you up for what is a very demanding, stressful day. To be present, sometimes just taking yourself away. No one's going to mind if you go on a quick 20-minute run, 30-minute mm. run. Um, come back, you'll feel good about yourself, you'll feel empowered. Or maybe you're like midway through the day and it's like you've had an argument things are going south, you need a bit of a breather before you maybe sit back down with the telly or, like, a film, mm. and it's like, I'm just going to go for a run. Because that can, like, res- that can be a good reset in the middle of the day. I feel like we talk, you know, there's the trendy, whether you agree with it or not, body posi- body positivity thing, where we were talking about it on the bum episode of, like, everyone's got a different body shape, just accept it. It's like, I think we also need, like, Christmas positivity. Like, everyone has a different Christmas. Maybe yours shit maybe yours is amazing but it's like it's different for everyone because mm. I found it really interesting like me and you even discussing our different Christmases and like there are elements of your Christmas that I'd be really envious of and there are elements of my Christmas that you'd be yeah, really Christmas karaoke oh my god I'd love yeah. that <laughs> but I don't know what you'd be envious of about mine no but everyone Christmases lack a certain thing what so do you think mine lacks slash doesn't lack um I'd imagine it would be really funny Aww. I can imagine people saying really witty jokes which work for Christmas, whereas like my family are like very to the cracker. That's it. We don't really have any. We're just like to the cracker. <laughs> we'd be just saying those jokes because we can't really make them up ourselves. Oh, I think that's overly flattering for my family. It's not like everyone's doing a stand-up set to each other. Mm. It's more like shut up. Also, I find it quite. <laughs> I find it quite cool of you guys. The the listeners, if you do go on a run in the morning, yeah, to then be quite smug on your mulled wine walk later on with the family. I'm, I'm kind mm. of thinking, like, I've done that. I've been out already. Mate. But then also we have to remember there are people who will be spending a Christmas with a loved one who has COVID. They can't see them. Like, it's a huge difference to what a normal Christmas would be like. No, for some 100%. of us, it's a welcome break. And I... for others, it's like, this is so the opposite of what Christmas should be what I've done throughout this whole year and I would really recommend for Christmas time is if you do feel like that and you're zoom calling your family for instance on Christmas day or yeah you aren't able to see people loved ones because of everything happening try instead to look at it in a different perspective so be like okay I'm that might not be the case but at least we're able to in some way spend it together or it's just changing your outlook on it. And I know that's like, sounds a bit wrong. No, no, then like, I think you're right. It's just, there's that really cynical voice in me that's like, oh, I know, but do you not- shut up. Christmas is shit. Yeah, but I just feel like that's what this year's really taught me is like, I'm really usually quite an ungrateful brat. And I feel like and a very big Scrooge. I'm actually not a fan of Christmas usually. Wow. This is the first year for me I've been like, I'm just grateful for Christmas. Yeah. And I know that's really cheesy, but as our listeners should feel, it's just like, okay, like we said, it's a sprinkle of fun in the yeah. midst of like 
what was a very stressful year. Yeah, yeah. Just focus on the positive. Do your little run. Drink your little mole Do wine. your pathetic little run and shut up. <laughs> like, maybe even have a Christmas bath. Oh my god, I love Yeah. That. A maybe Christmas some, lotion. Like, what are the oils that were given Isn't... to um, Jesus? CBD? <laughs> no, what's it called? Frankincense um, Frankincense Okay, but that's indulgent if you have frankincense. Tori Young, uh, if you are there. She's a tourist and she's got frankincense you in her bag. You can buy them on Amazon. Can you? I don't know. We shouldn't be actually supporting Amazon. Yeah, very unchristmas. All about little businesses. Oh, uh, yeah. If you've got a little business, we've got a little time for you. <laughs> um, okay, should we get to the music? She's like so threatened by Janice Ian's potential gayness. Mm. It's like that's when you're like the most gay. It's like when you're really homophobic. Mm. I'd love to write an essay about how Regina George is actually gay. Um, so that was Daryl Hall and John Oates' Jingle Bell Rock. The it's just so good. It's a cover of the classic Jingle yeah. Bell Rock, but that version is real great fun. They bring a good vibe to every song. Mm. Like, what's the other, the main one that they do? Ba-da-da. You might be hard to handle. Like, if I were you and I was jogging, I'd be like, hey Siri, let's also go to, you make my dreams come true. They're such like, and then if you watch the music video as well, you're like, I love them even more. The music video is so good. It's basically me and Lucy holding a Christmas party. You're the brunette and I'm the blonde. Yeah. And it also picks up on the social, the rule of six, because they invite some people into their house and then some people they just shut the door on. Yeah. And it's very corona relevant, I thought. Yeah. I just think that's a really good classic to come straight in with. Like, it it, it summarises Christmas in that kind of American cheesy way. That's why I really like, um, I always say this, sorry to the Irish Christmas songs and the English Christmas songs, but... I way prefer American cheese, mm. kind of New York 50s Christmas songs. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, I just think American culture is really good as a cheese slice for Christmas. I feel like they are literally just like a brie. Like their, their culture was designed for Christmas mm. and makes sense over Christmas. Yeah. But during other times, like election or whatever, it's like, no, you're too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Channel that energy into Christmas. Yeah. But what's so interesting about Christmas songs and Christmas culture in America? Sorry, I feel like I'm boring you. No, 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 <laughs> sorry. <laughs> you literally were like, heart. no, no, I'm sort of drinking loads of Diet Coke. Yeah. Um, a lot of cr- big Christmas songs are written by Jewish songwriters and the Jewish role in Christmas is massive in America. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer was written by a Jewish person, um, and a lots of others. I wouldn't be surprised if Jingle Bell Rock was. So, I just I've always found that really interesting that Jewish songwriters have kind of defined the Christmas vibe of America. So yeah, I think that's a really good song. I just think as a as a band, those that duo, they only just... want to bring fun, yeah. and they they do it in like a way that's fine. Like it's not lame. It's like yeah. They want you to have a good it's time. It's really happy music. 
really happy. It's fun. It's bubble gum. It's everything you want. And more. Like, okay. This is going to be a big America thing for me. Um, I'm paying tribute to one of our previous episodes, the Britney episode. And it's the much, the, not much, the very little known Britney Spears Christmas song um, that I heard in a shop once and was like, oh my God, that's Britney. Mm-hmm. And I'd never heard this song before. And it's, sorry, it's Britney Spears with my only wish this year. brackets this year do you think that santa himself is really sexualized oh my god really good point like i feel like he's got a throbbing boner throughout like loads of songs like santa baby there's a real like older male obsession with him yeah. and it's like oh santa i want you to bring me someone but it's like secretly no you just want to fuck santa milk and cookies it's all sexual yeah i think it's that kind of like daddy mm. vibe what the latina yeah, Papi, Papi Christmas. <laughs> Love that song though, that was so I know, good. I think it's just not talked about as much as like the Mariah. And also what she's done, which Daryl Hall and John Oates didn't do, is like, that's an original Christmas song. They're not even covering a carol, they're not rehashing something from the past, mm. it's straight up fresh content. And I wish it was bigger. And it's a tribute to Britney because we love her so much. And we hope she's having a good Christmas. Obviously, yeah, I hope she's we just... okay. Also, what I like about it in it, sorry, this is. It mentions, let me just go to the lyrics. It mentions, feels like everyone but me is in love. Santa, can you hear me? I'm being single over Christmas. Honey, child. That's my natural state. I used to not be. And I loved you so like when you had a boyfriend and you'd type, like, Merry Christmas, babe. Should we maybe like meet up on a walk or something? Or like, but when you're single, you're like, ugh, ugh. It's just a real slog when you're single. It's like, can we just get past Christmas? So I just, any solidarity to the single. I think there are a lot of songs, Christmas songs about this, like feeling lonely Yeah. Um, at Christmas time. That's what we were talking about of like, just set off on your run. Because if you like get too much into your head of like, mm, like feeling sorry for myself, blah, blah, blah. It's like, everything's good. You're yeah. fine, you're fit, you're fun, you're going on your little run, and no. I not. find when you call it the little run, it's a bit patronising. The little run? Yeah. Yeah. I just think heartbreak is a massive thing at oh, Christmas. Oh, I was heartbroken last Christmas. Really? Yeah. Heart broke in. Like, you know, when it breaks and it cannot be repaired, I'm going to die. But I got past it, and now I've got a podcast. There's really no information about it. It's just a song that I personally find very fun and relatable for the singles and another tribute to Britney, The Angel of Christmas. No, it's a really fun song. Okay, over to you. The Beach Boys is what they know.
and then he's looking into the fire. Oh, yeah. And he's crying. And I just feel like it's okay to miss someone at the, like, at times, like, seasons like this, like Christmas. I feel like that's just natural that you're yeah. going to, like, think back to someone. Not only broken hearts, but people who've died, mm. people that you're not with anymore. Like, it's just such an evocative time because you're... It, and it's, yeah, like you said, it's completely okay. Like, this is the time to think about it. A lot of people will be thinking in similar terms, so. And I think if you're someone who maybe hasn't experienced grief or, you know, a loss of someone and you know someone that has, I think it's really important to just, like, you know, see check in on them and see how they're doing. I've experienced grief, a lot of people have, but it's really nice as a feeling for someone to just you know be there for you mm. and check like just to be asked like how are you feeling about x or blah 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 is it's nice like because also, they like will... a little love heart i like to just send sort of like thinking of you like nothing they have to like mm. reply to yeah because it's not you know if they don't want to think about it they don't have to but yeah it's also like i think it's just the acknowledgement yeah it's like oh i know it's your first christmas without x yeah but then everyone's different so obviously a judgment call of the listener but I think that's a really good reminder yeah. what I like about this song is the lyrics when she's like tis the damn season write this down I'm staying at my parents house and the road not taken looks real good now I feel like it just even explicitly saying like your parents house like a lot of Christmas and that's why a lot of grief is hard as well when people don't have their parents is about like returning home to your old bedroom yeah. to like the, the old family roles like you sort of Let's say you feel like you've accomplished stuff beyond your family and then you go back to your family, you suddenly feel like a child again. You take on the natural order of your family, like I'm the middle. Whereas when I'm, I don't feel the middle when I'm like out and about, but when I'm back home, I'm like, oh, I'm the middle. It's just such an intense like return to childhood. Mm. Um, What I would also really recommend, if you are kind of in that mindset of feeling like you're going, shifting back into, which is completely normal, by the way, but in your fa- family dynamics, shifting back to that dynamic again, to just set yourself once again. I know we talk a lot about like self-time, but maybe just go into your room and write a list of things that you, for the next year, so 2021, want to accomplish, just so you're kind of still looking forward. Yeah. And I think that's quite good. Put it into like a book or something and then just know that that's there for like the next year to look back on. Like if you're feeling like you're getting sucked backwards, like make a deliberate attempt to look forward. Mm. Or just drink loads as well. Yeah. <laughs> there, there's lots of options. Um, but I just like that she acknowledged it and returning to her hometown. It's not just your um, house you're returning to. It's like for a lot of people, let's say they live in London, they'll be going back to like really charming or not so charming or... Or not because of corona, like you can't. Maybe you want to return to your hometown and you physically can't. But that's just such a big part of Christmas. Yeah, and also just I think Taylor has just smashed it for me. Like I I was listening to the Evermore album, the second one of this year by her. And at first was like, no, don't like it. But this song has just grown the fuck on me. Yeah, no, I really like it. I feel like um, the era of, do you know what album I'm talking about with the when she did all those kind of like the Victoria's Secret models and it was kind of more like like extreme pop music. I do love that as well though. For me it was too much, whereas this album I really like. I feel like she's going back to her roots a bit, but more country kind of music. Yeah, it's cool. It's definitely cooler. Like she's got like Bonnie Bear on both albums and she's working with really cool producers. So I think people that don't normally listen to Taylor Swift can like stomach it a bit more. Mm. 
Whereas I'm I'm happy with everything she she puts out. Yeah, I'll I'll drink it down with my mulled wine. Yeah, sure. This year, this year, the cool people are like accepting her. But I I am there for her like when she puts out I London. I feel like Boy. that about Justin Bieber. I was like I've been here the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having said that, I do love this song, and I would recommend if you want separate to this podcast a chill out run. A we have the calm episode. But B, a really good album for a chill out is her first one, Folklore of this year and Evermore. If you just put them on and listen to them straight through, maybe around sunset, that's what I did. It's so calming and resetting. If you have a few more days with people that you're feeling stressed out by, I would really recommend listening to Folklore on your on a run. Yeah. No, I loved it. Thanks. Um, so should we go on to my next? Yeah. Some Christmas one and all. Into Christmas. Step in. Um, when was it released? Let's have a look. Oh, shit. Released in 1973. Um, I'd love to like step into Christmas wearing his outfit. So mm. in the video, he's wearing like a kind of cream silk with multicolors um, kind of suit. Kind of like the Michelin Man puffy white. Yeah, like a crimp suit. Uh, <laughs> maybe go on your run and then literally just put on an outfit like that. <gasps> a Christmas outfit. That's like, so I might true. put on this jumpsuit I've got that's like green. Okay, like an elf. He's in the 80s. Oh, wow. Sunglasses, maybe. That kind of like... Sunglasses. Okay, I I never really like know what to wear on Christmas and like I always end up wearing something really shit. It's always a bit awkward and yet you feel like you need to try for it. Like, do you ever feel like you're wearing an uncomfortable like woolly jumper and it like itches my skin a bit? Yes. And like your hair is all static from the wool. I don't know, like it... That's why I'm saying I think go big. Go big, yeah. So then you're just like, it's actually quite legendary. Rather yeah, no, than, yeah. Rather than being in like, I always usually wear the same outfit. I wear like kind of like a schoolgirl skirt <laughs> for the family. <laughs> That's like the mean girls collab. I'll either wear a schoolgirl skirt, a gimp outfit, or sexy nurse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but like, or like, okay, just a skirt, <laughs> just a skirt, um, and then like a high roll neck. Oh, that's That's my usual Christmas attire. It's like formal but cool and fun. But I feel like this year I'm going to go in. Yeah, because it's also like you can't go out. Yeah. Like, so go in. I might put together a little outfit. I might be wearing my pink top, my pink jumper and the pink headband. I feel like I'm picturing you in Clueless. Um, Anyway, step into Christmas. (laughs) Step into Christmas, Elton John. So 1973. At the height of his success. Um, I love his attitude. Again, it's kind of this really fun theatrical way that I just wish people were like nowadays yeah I just miss that kind of authenticity behind an artist like it's all mad really fun really like bubbly loud like he's got all the colors like the balloons even the band are really fun behind everyone's smiling yeah people don't smile anymore Mm. um like Billie Eilish and like AJ Tracy I just feel like everyone's taking themselves really seriously Whereas this is just a really good, feel-good Christmas song, and I just feel like it's a really good beat and pace to run to. So good. Imagine Billie Eilish doing a Christmas song. Uh, Santa's on Prozac. 
to get you to move all the way. Oh, also shout out, Santa is a key worker. Yeah. All the delivery drivers have basically been Santa all year round, mm. putting their lives at risk, getting corona so we can just like sit at home and have whatever we want. And it's like... Yeah, go what? to the service industry. Yeah, because like, we're obsessed with Father Christmas, but it's like, babe, they're Father Christmas every day. Yeah. So, key worker, clap for the key workers. Merry Christmas, key workers. Um, anything else on Elton John? Um, just that I really love him. I love his attitude to life. Very Gerard the Okay, I'm going to go to a song that I don't actually know that well, but any time I've heard it, I've been like, I really fucking like this. But it's like not on that many Christmas playlists. Ariana Grande with Santa Tell Me. Santa tell me if you're really is the best bit can i ask why a lot of songs um treat santa as god almost like is he meant to be like a demigod kind of yeah so you think he is connected to it was like he has the power to bring your love back to you Mm. do you know what i mean like santa it's like oh but i thought he's just giving gifts but now he's also giving like advice like relationship advice this is so true (laughs) It's like, yeah, hun, I'm just here to, like, make your toy train set with my yeah. elves. It's a bit like if I was Santa, I'd be like, what more do you want? I'm in this outfit. Yeah. <laughs> or, like, the Amazon delivery guy. If he arrived and you're like, hey, um, I know I just ordered a phone charger, but could you also, like, yeah. bring my baby back to me? <laughs> it's like, no, hun. So what I like lyrically about this video is it's, like, someone who's in, like, maybe, like, a situationship. Or, like, they are seeing someone, but they're used to, like, having their heart broken. It's someone who's, like, having a thing with someone over Christmas, but, like, doesn't know if it's going to go somewhere. Because it could easily not go anywhere, or it could be the love of her life. She doesn't know. Um, And I feel like that, I think there'll be a lot of people, there'll be singles, but there's also the people who are like, am I single? Or, like, like, you know when it's like, you've just been seeing each other, like, is it appropriate to text them on Christmas Day? Like... Is that yeah. too intense? No, I know what you mean. If you've it's, just been sleeping really together. Weird, I feel like the build-up of Christmas is so big and, like, glamorous and fun and exciting. If you're seeing someone throughout that period, you're like, is this all a mask? And then, you know, January the 1st hits and suddenly they ghost you or something. Is yeah. It, it feels like it's like, is it all smoke and no fire? Like, yeah. am I reading into this too much, blah, blah, blah. But, or fart no poo, yeah. as Kirsten McGarrow would say. <laughs> it's actually harder to play than being single, because at least single you know where you're at. Mm. But if you've been on like a few dates with someone, and then you text them Merry Christmas, and then they're like, what? Like, Yeah, but that's a really lame person. Imagine being like, what? Yeah, but it might show that you care more about them than they care about you. I don't mean that they'd be like, what? But like, they might be like, whoa, that's a bit girlfriendy of you. Mm. And then you'd be like, ha I mean, this is a group text. You holding the mistletoe, like... <laughs> yeah, so, that, that I mean, I get very nervous about that sort of thing, but maybe other people are like, fuck it. 
Um, but that's what I felt like the song it was about. And also I just love the chorus. It's got <laughs> such a beat to it. You can run to that. And Ariana is quite a good Christmas presence. Yeah, she's very um, upbeat, fun vibe again. I think we've particularly really chosen fun artists throughout this podcast. And she's like a friend. She's someone that you'd want to be a friend with. Yeah. Okay. So however your Christmas is going to be, just know that we're here for you as a podcast. Always. You can just replay this podcast. Yeah. Yeah, everyone has a different Christmas, like, and it's just one day. One day, if you have an amazing Christmas, it's one amazing day. And if you have a shit Christmas, it will be over so soon. Um, but it, yeah, Christmas is like bodies, like everyone has a different one and <laughs> just see how, just see how it goes. So to all you runners, walkers, rollers out there, or whether you're just literally doing the dishes, um, just know that we're here for you as a podcast. We love you. Um, <laughs> and as we always say, go on your run, mm-hmm. your amazing run. Amazing run. Um, you'll feel better and just try and embrace the day. With all of its glitz and glory. Exactly. And Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, guys!